What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Powered by Riverside. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm Lucas. I got my co-host Chris here and our producer Uriah. And guys, I don't know about you guys, but I've had a pretty crazy weekend. Usually I take the weekend to re- recharge, but I had my best friend Earl's bachelor party in Virginia Beach, so I had to go out there. I just got back home around 11 uh, in the morning, so we are recording at like 8 o'clock at night. So I'm still pretty tired. I don't know about you guys. How was y'all's weekend? Mine was pretty good. Mine was outstanding because the Phillies advanced. They are now... Uh, trying to win the pennant, National League pennant. Eagles are about to kick off in a few minutes, and the Sixers start on Tuesday. So I'm I'm hyped. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a, a lot of exciting stuff going on in the sports world. Um, but nothing more exciting than our fantasy basketball draft. Uh, absolutely, the most tell. important sports event of the year so far. Um, I have the best team, which is great. Um, I'm excited to see who comes in second. And it should be a fun season. See, Chris, you say that, but I still, okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm the commissioner, but because of my trip, I totally forgot about the fantasy draft. So Lucas I was on a drop. picked Nikola Jokic over Joel Embiid. I mean, he just. No, no, no. How are you going to be I, commissioner and forget about the draft? <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a I'm party. just saying. It's just. <laughs> Let it slide, man. Let it slide. Anyway, 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 I was only in there for two, the two last picks, which I ended up taking Dylan Brooks and Robert Williams. Sure. Like, I still like my though. Lucas is just throwing us off the trail of his secret Jokic fandom, which I understand. You got to maintain. Or, or I could just be trolling you by having Jokic on my team. I have my favorite player of all time on my team. I'm perfectly happy. So, Ben Simmons? Uh, no, Joel Embiid. I do have Ben Simmons, so that was an unfortunate mm. Uh, mm. outcome. It was but... a, there was a point when hey, I had hey, the Chris, pick. Would, would you trade Jokic for Joel? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I will do that. Honestly. Really? Man. Up, I will do that trade. I, I have to look. I got to think about it for a second, but I'm I'm tempted to. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. A, that's a fair straight up trade. Well, I don't know about fantasy because Jokic has more assists than Joel. Uh, yeah, I keep forgetting that. Well, yeah, all right. I don't know. Anyway, so Chris, who, 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 um, 
Sorry. Well, what? Okay, let's go through our rosters. We'll tell the crowd what we got here first. So, Chris, how about you go first? Yeah, uh, I got Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, Demontis Sabonis, Zion Williamson, Bradley Beal, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Chris Middleton, Ben Simmons, Paolo, John Collins, Jalen Green. I'm stacked, y'all. I'm really happy with my team. I was about to pick Sabonis, and you were dragging your feet. I'm like, why is he taking so long? Because I knew you were going to take him, and you took him at the last <laughs> second. I was going to take Sabonis. I'm like, I got to get him. It but was I knew between Chris him and take. Steph. Um, no, nah, Sabonis all day, man. That's who I would have taken. So my team, Lucas, I have the best backcourt in the NBA. I have John Morant, James Harden in the backcourt. I have Sadiq Bey, Julius Randle, Bam Adebayo. Uh, I trolled Chris. I took Josh Giddy when he was still on the nice. board. Evan nice. Mobley, who's another guy Alan. Chris loves. Kevin Porter Jr., I think he's going to really take a leap this season. Uh, let's see. Valanchunas will get me some good boards. Nurkic is, is a board hoarder. Uh, Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. I'm going to make those two guys get along. They're going to kiss and make <laughs> uh, Jeremy Grant and Kelly Oubre. Who do you have? Okay. So I'm just, like I said, this was, this is auto draft. Okay. So this is what I got. Drew Holiday, Devin Booker, Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, Nikola Jokic, CJ McCollum, Andrew Wiggins, Desmond Bain, Bobby Portis, Chris Paul, D'Angelo Russell, Mikel Bridges, Trey Jones, Dylan Brooks, and Robert Williams. I only selected Brooks and Williams, though. Yeah, I mean, look, the race for second place is going to be real tight. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Good luck, guys. I really wish all of you the best luck. You know, we need to start doing like a, a an award for like the winner so that you know the other guys will actually like care more about than just you getting bragging rights. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, uh, I mean whatever award you guys want to give me, I will graciously accept it. Oh my gosh. So... <laughs> Let's go ahead and get Chris off this power trip and get back to basketball, right, Uriah? Yes, let's let's get to some Sixers talk. So, uh, much like my fantasy team, many people have picked the Sixers to win the championship this year. Let's talk about the margins of the roster, though, first year, Lucas. You kind of predicted this on the last podcast. I told you this was going to happen. And literally the next day it happened. And I, I was just like, ah. You mentioned it as a possibility. I don't know I, if you told me it was going to happen. I said it was a strong – it could happen, yes. Yeah, we both but said I'm, it was I'm, 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 I, 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 I said it was unlikely, but I, I didn't dismiss it like you did. I think we both expected Isaiah Joe to make the team. He did uh, I think we wanted that to happen, yes. Yeah, he got released. He got waived. Obviously, He's in- a very cap-related financial move for Philly – they open up a roster spot in the process. Lucas, how surprised were you? Clearly not as surprised or upset as I was, but I was just happy that I got proven right yet again on this podcast. That's that's what I'm feeling right now. I feel validated. Mm-hmm. So you were that. happy that Isaiah Joe's no 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 no. Let me let me backtrack and say this. I don't think it was the right move for the Sixers. The 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 reason was uh, roster flexibility according to the release. I don't know who you. This is not a. Uh, this is not a free agent thing because I just don't see a free agent out there. Like I like Carmelo, and like maybe you could go for. Like I don't think you need to get a center. So I, I think 
you go for like a wing, but like Carmelo is the best option. But I I would rather have Isaiah Joe than Carmelo at this point. Yeah, um, I, I think they're just waiting for the buyout market. I don't think you need I, to find someone right now. Yeah, like Kemba Walker is going to get bought out, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go for that one. Um, I will say that Isaiah Joe already has a new landing spot, which should make Chris very happy because he gets to team up with Poku and OKC. Uh, yeah, look, man, I I will be watching plenty of OKC games this year, so very excited to see Isaiah Joe inevitably play quite well and get a lot of minutes there and make the Sixers look kind of stupid. Yeah, I mean, look, I think he is going to be a part of their rotation. I, I just, yeah. what, he got a three three year deal. You don't do that without like having some expectation he's going to crack the rotation at some point. Yeah, and if there's anything OKC needs, it's guys who can shoot and who don't need the ball to succeed, and that's exactly what Isaiah Joe is. So I he mm-hmm. like fills a need. He's on their timeline. I think it's probably the best possible spot for a guy like him. And Absolutely. Yeah, he, he's going to do really well there. I think. Um, I would have liked him on the Lakers too. Young, yeah. athletic wing type of LeBron type of player that would thrive off LeBron as well. But yeah, OKC is a really good option. Absolutely. But unlike the Lakers, the Thunder are fun. So let's talk about Charles Bassey now. He was also waived at the same time. I think that was much less surprising, Lucas. Do you have any words words of farewell for Charles Bassey? If you didn't have hands like feet, you'd probably still be on the team. But no, in all seriousness, though, Charles Bassey does have potential to become an NBA player. The 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 sad thing is for a player of his skill set, there's an oversaturation of centers in the league. So he's probably either going to have to go to the G League or overseas to get uh, a quality role. I don't think he's going to start out the season on an NBA roster. But, you know, if he develops a little bit more offensively and just continues to do what he does defensively, I think, this, you know, he could certainly get another shot in the NBA. Yeah, I, I think Bassey is a guy that a lot of teams would be smart to look at. Obviously, with Philly, for the first time ever, they're just super deep, and they kind of ran out of roster space, which is not something they used to. Yeah, and they didn't over the, – the nice thing is is that they didn't, like, overdo their depth with center like they have in the past. You know, we usually carried about four legit centers on the roster. We we only have two, two three this time, which is fine because yeah. you still I mean, play Tucker and Tobias and Niang if you need to all at the five. Yeah, obviously Joel, and then you have Paul, who is young, Montrez, who's in the prime of his career, and PJ's going to get some minutes there too. And they also have Michael Foster Jr. now, who we need to talk about. Yes. I, uh, converted to a two-way contract, which means your boy Charlie Brown Jr. is out uh. for Lucas. I think it's like a, a smart, sensible move. Yeah. <laughs> Can I talk about this for a second? Yes, please. Uh, I, I, Charles, Charles, I mean, Charlie Brown Jr. will always have a special place in my heart. He was a fun athletic wing who was really good defensively, who just couldn't seem to have his three-point shot on the NBA level. Look, I get it. Michael Foster Jr., Ignite alumni, has a lot of raw potential as a as a like uh, as a modern day four six eight super strong athletic can stretch the floor only 19 years old charles charlie brown jr was 25 i get the move it makes sense doesn't mean that i'm sad that i'm not sad to see brown jr go though 
hopefully he gets another shot somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, I Foster is clearly a guy the Sixers were interested in. We talked multiple times about him playing more than Charles Massey in the preseason. So mm-hmm. it's clear that Philly's eyes were on him. And, like, Charlie Brown is a great athlete and a pretty good defender on the wing already, but he just there's no sign that he's going to be much of anything on offense, and that's kind of an issue. So with Foster, I, I, I think there's real potential as, like, a rim runner and shot blocker. And it's a, he's a three-point shooter, Chris. He has an outside shot. You were right about that. So I, I, I think it's a smart move. I think mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how he looks in the G League. The Delaware has a pretty compelling thing from the they, yeah it, so. they they got a they got a couple of former they got a lottery former lottery pick in Sekum Duboya that they signed along with McLeod who we talked about last podcast. I do want to say one thing for fans that are th- wondering why. You know, Michael Foster Jr. is such a big deal. Think about it like the Sixers didn't really have any picks after they traded, you know, the pick for uh, DeAnthony Melton. So think about Foster as the second round pick that we didn't actually have, but we ended up using, getting him on an exhibit 10. So that's that's just my thing. Yeah, we should have I mean, seen this move get coming because yeah, he was on yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I think him and Champagne are pretty interesting prospects. Um, yeah, they could. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, Champagne. Look, he's also six eight. Much more of a lethal shooter, more of a perimeter defender. I think if if I'm thinking about it like this, Chris, Champagne is more of a three, and Foster's more of a four. They're both six eight, both athletic, can guard on the perimeter. Uh, Foster's yeah. good on the inside. I, I I like it. I like both. I, I think Foster is just straight up a, a center. Like defensively, I, that's he's, where you need him he's to be. Six, he's six eight though. That's yeah, that's a little under six, seven, and he's two hundred fifty pounds. Like he's I actually he's lost some weight. He's he lost some weight. But anyway, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat. Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're going to do some player team predictions now, Chris. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to ask you the question. You answer. Tell me why. 
Who will lead the Sixers in double doubles? Uh, I, I think this one's kind of obvious. It's it's Joel. I'm gonna say James Harden. That's what I would say. Uh, you think James Harden is gonna have ten assists, more ten assist games than Joel will have ten rebound games? Are, are like, we like sure about that? Okay, let me just say, like, first off, the team is better rebounding in general, especially now that PJ Tucker's there. Tobias is still a solid rebounder. Tyrese and James are both good rebounders for their size. I'm not because I think he will, but I think just the way that we've seen James Harden this preseason, I think we're going to see a very much, you know, play pass first Harden. I don't think and it's it, going to be that big of a gap, Chris. I, I, Embiid might end up winning it. Yeah. I, I agree, but I, I think with the weapons that, that Harden has, shooting and perimeter, running the, uh, running the floor, I think he could give Joel a run for his money. I, I, it, it's a close race. I'll, I'll concede that. It could go either way, but I, I'm feeling Harden right now. But I could be proven yeah, wrong, I mean, and look, I'm okay with it. It basically comes down to, like, who do you think is going to average more? Like, Joel in the rebounding category or Harden in the assist category, and I, I think taking Harden would be, um, I, I think he'd be in a very small group of, you know, betters. I, I, I think the safe bet is Joel. It's not impossible for Harden to get the most double doubles, but I think he beats that pretty heavy favorite in my book. Okay, so staying on that same type of stat, who's going to have the most triple doubles? Yeah, this one I also think is pretty obviously going the other way, and it would be James. Yeah, I think that's an easy one. Look, Joel hasn't had that many triple-doubles. Tyrese doesn't look like he's ever going to be that prolific of a playmaker. So, yeah, I'm going to go with James Harden on this one. He was the king of triple – like, he and – he was the closest person since Harden – I mean, uh, Westbrook to average near triple-doubles, so – yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say Harden. Yeah, I couldn't put who was going to lead the Sixers in scoring because that's a no-brainer. Assist, no-brainer. So that's why I started with, with these two particular categories. So if you're wondering. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's a, sol- it's a solid question to have. And I like the, how you phrase the next question, which I'm going to ask, ask now. Who's the most valuable bench player? Yeah, I, I think it's the Anthony Melton. I'm pretty confident in that being the case. Um, you know, I there's like a world where it could be maybe possibly in my like ideal universe, Daniel House. But I think it's it's the Anthony Melton by a pretty solid margin. He's going to play the most. He is the most important defensive player on the bench unit and one of the most de- important defensive players on the team. He's going to close a lot of games for Philly because of his defense, and he's a really good three-point shooter. They need to maybe have him dribble the ball less than he did in the preseason, but Melton's really good, and I, I think he's the answer here. Wait a minute. Hold on, Lucas. He's going to close more games than P.J. Tucker? I said he's going to close a lot of games. Not a lot of games? Oh, okay. PJ Tucker. I was just checking. Okay. Well, but there are certain no, 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 Chris, 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 Chris. Are you – no, he's – you're right. You're, he's being sneaky. He's being sneaky. That's small. That's you're a really saying, small. No, 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 no. You're you're saying that he's going to out, outplace Tobias at the end of games. No, is that what you're would, saying? No, but I'm saying there's defensive matchups where you would prefer Melton over Tucker. Like, if the opposition's best player is Trey Young, you might want Melton out there instead of PJ to close the game. 
you know. Or I was thinking more of Golden State, but okay. It, like it's a small lineup. James Harden is not guarding quick guards at the end of games. He never is. James Harden is guarding threes and fours, so I don't really think it's that small or strange to have Melton out there. Um, we're going to see all three of those guys together a lot this season, so might as well prefer, prepare ourselves for it. Okay, so the most valuable. This is a tough one for me because part of me wants to say Melton. I do. I think it's like pretty that, obviously Melton. Like I, I don't. As much as I like Daniel House, it, it's my. I, I actually was going to go with your guy, Chris, and say Paul Reed. Because say Paul Reed it expands his three-point shot. Let's just say he does it this season. And is consistently great on defense. Like doesn't have the mental lapses that we've seen in the past. You don't have to worry about using Montrez. As good as Montrez is, you don't have to use him. Well, I, I think that's and, precisely and, why it's not Paul Reed is because they have Montrez. Mm, and they have PJ. They have, like, multiple good options at Paul Reed's position. I don't know. I yeah, That's a tough one. I'll, I'll say Melton, but I, I'm definitely torn on it. Okay, yeah, so yeah. next one. Where will the Sixers' offense rank this season? If you had to guess, like, you don't have to give me an exact number if you don't feel comfortable, like, just a general, like, in the top five, top ten type thing. That's 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 fine for me, too, man. Yeah, I, I definitely think they're a top five offense on paper. Uh, you know, health is the obvious overriding factor for all of this. Like, if Joel or James gets hurt, then they're maybe not a top five defense. But if everyone's healthy... Offense. And- yeah, offense. If they're not, if everyone's healthy and James is operating at the level that we expect, and Tyrese takes another leap, and Joel is Joel, they have more shooting than ever. Like this, this is a top five offense for sure. Mm. I'm almost tempted to say it. I think the Sixers have the third best offense in the NBA. Only trailing the Warriors and the Nets. I yeah, think yeah. they have. I think they have the third best offense, as for all the reasons you said. If they, if health prevails, yeah, so, I, yeah, I, I think that's where they're at. I think that's totally fair. Um, you know, I say top five just because it's kind of hard and it's going to fluctuate a lot throughout the year. Like your other, like New Orleans is going to have a really good offensive team. If Phoenix can get their crap together, they're probably a top five offense in a normal year. Like there are other contenders for that honor. Cleveland, if they're clicking like we expect they can, Cleveland could be a really good offensive team. So there are other candidates out there, but I, I mean, Philly, again, Joel is, maybe the most dominant individual scorer in this sport right now. And James Harden is maybe the best setup man in the NBA. And you have Tyrese attacking, rotating defenses and Tobias shooting more threes and PJ spacing in the corners. Like that, that's just a really hard team to guard. So Philly could be number one if everyone's healthy and they play a lot of games together, but I, top five is like the safe semi-safe yeah. prediction. Okay. What about defensive? Where where do you see them in the defensive rankings? Um, obviously, Joel wants them to be number one, and they're capable of putting themselves in that range. But I I just don't know if we can honestly expect Joel to 
put out the kind of effort that it would require on defense over an 82-game season because he has to preserve himself. And as great as PJ and Melton and all these guys are, I think like top 10 is a safer range. I think they will be in the top third of the NBA this year. I don't know if they'll be top one, but they're a better defensive team, I think, than last season, which is part of why their outlook in the playoffs is so much better. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to say top 10 too, but they could be like top 12, top 15. It just depends. Like, I just, I want to believe that Joel's going to put in the effort, but I, I'm having a hard time believing that. So I'm, yeah, I'm going like, to say top if 12. doesn't put in the effort, so to speak. Like top 15 is their floor. Like they're still going to be really good. And Joel is still going to be really good. And they have more, like, last season, the bench had pretty much no reliable defenders. This year, they're going to have Melton. They're going to have House. They're going to have Paul Reed. All those guys can play defense at a really high level, along with PJ, who's obviously helping them as, like, a communicator and quarterback out there. So I, I think their defense is a lot better this year than it was last year. And so, yeah, I, I think top 10 would be a pretty safe bet. But it could go... Higher could go lower. It's certainly possible. Let's do some broader NBA predictions. Now, Lucas, we're going to go down the list here. We're going to start with the rookie of the year. Who's going to win it? I got Jaden Ivey. Oh, geez. Jaden Ivey is the real deal, and he's not going to have to worry about playmaking. He already has, in your words, an elite playmaker alongside him and Cade. He's going to be able to score. He's a three-level scorer, in my opinion, already. The guy's special. I think he's going to be uh, rookie of the year. I'm on the Jaden Ivey bandwagon. Woo, woo. Okay. Um, yeah, like, Jaden Ivey's awesome. I think he's in a great spot next to Cade. And he's on my fantasy team, so I wish him all the best. Uh, you know, health permitting, I think the obvious front runner here is Paolo. Like, he's going to be installed as Orlando's top guy right away and not, not that like Franz I was about to say Franz is the better player still from Franz what I've seen gonna him. have yeah his own you know shot diet and Wendell can score Cole can score all those guys there's a lot of interesting talent in Orlando but Paolo's gonna have the ball in his hands a lot he's gonna stuff the stat sheet he's gonna be the highest scoring rookie probably he's gonna rebound the ball he's gonna have a lot of high assist games like he's just gonna put up numbers for a bad team that could be sort of interesting and not as bad as we might expect but but so, but here here's the thing the pistons have a shot at the plan i i really orlando i think they do i don't think they do man look chicago is like one injury away from falling off the map or vucevic degressing even more i i would put money on yeah i would put money on on Pistons like making the plan. I I feel confident in that. I like like they have good depth. The add on to uh, Bondanovich was like a steal. Like they didn't even have to jo- give up draft equity for that one. Like I don't. I yeah. I I got them as like tenth team in the plan. Maybe, but even so, Ivy's going to be like the second best player on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Best and. Paolo, and he's still probably going to average like 15, 16 points per game. I think Paolo will probably lead Orlando in scoring. Now that's Franz. That's Franz. I, I look, I love Franz, but Paolo's 
just as likely, if not more likely. Like, Paolo's awesome. And he's going to have more rebounds and assists than Franz. And he's going to be the guy with the ball in his hands, starting a lot of possessions at 6'10". And he's not a bad defender. So, I, as much as I love Jaden Ivey, and I'm not, like, the world's biggest Paolo fan. I'm him number three on my board. I just think he's kind of the obvious rookie of the year guy. I think he's the most NBA ready prospect in the. Wait a second! Didn't right you say now. last podcast that Jabari Smith was your pick? Yeah, like projecting forward, but Paolo's just going to put up more numbers than Jabari this year. I don't know. Man. Hey, can I? Paolo's can I, more ready to come in and be a number one guy than Jabari is. Hey, let me let me jump in here and help help out with some stuff. Um, so I, I'm going to throw a dark horse out here. There's okay. a guy that that's was drafted from Kansas. He's going to play for Utah this year, and he's going to get a ton of minutes because oh, the, pretty much the center. No, it's Ocha, Ochai Ochai oh, uh, He was, dra- was drafted by Cleveland, right? But I guess he was yeah, traded, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, but he's yeah, going to yeah. play for Utah. Yeah, I'm looking at his picture right now. He was drafted in Cleveland, but yeah. he had a really good summer league, and the kid Yo. has talent. The kid can shoot. So if I were to give my dark horse rookie of the year, I would put money on him. I, I you know what? If I got to throw out somebody else, the guy from Indiana, he had a really good summer league as yes, well. Yes, I know who you're talking about. I just I, I can't think of his I name. Can't, yeah. yeah, Benedict Ethan. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I like him too, but I I still have Jaden Ivy. But it could be an interesting. This could be a really good draft class. I think yeah, that's look, what we're all trying to say. All those guys are good. Like. Mathurin's going to put up a lot of points for Indiana. Ivy's awesome. Keegan Murray's going to be really good for the Kings in a big role right away. I, I'm not discounting, but I don't think this is like a Cade, Mobley, Barnes situation where there are three, like, so I, I feel like there's a pretty reasonable gap between what Paolo is right now and where everyone else is. So I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Let's go to the next one. Um. All right. Let's do coach of the year. Who's your pick, Lucas? This is a tough one. I, you know what? I'm going to go with a dark horse here. I'm going to say Boston Celtics interim head coach, Joe Missoula. I don't know if he's technically allowed for it, but if he is, he's my pick. Not only because he's a WVU guy, but think about it like this. If the Celtics stay on track and continue their dominance from last the end of last year, he's going to get a lot of credit for keeping that team together, especially incorporating new guys like Malcolm Brogdon and handling the Robert Williams injury. So I'm going to say Joe Missoula, if the Celtics can stay on track. Yeah, I, I think that's a good pick. Um, my, my pick is Willie Green for New Orleans. I think the Pelicans are going to win a lot of games if they stay healthy. And, I mean, that's a guy who clearly people like. Like, he's a locker room favorite. He's a fan favorite in New Orleans, and – I think his stock is pretty high after the Pelicans postseason appearance just nationally. So mm-hmm. I think Willie Green would be my pick, but coach of the year is one of the harder awards to accurately predict because there, yeah. there's so many different variables and potential outcomes here. But mm-hmm. I like Willie Green as, as a candidate. For sure. So did you guys know, fun fact, there's an NBA head coach that has, there are two NBA head coaches that have won championships yet have never been named Coach of the Year. Hmm. You want to guess who those two are? Currently in the NBA that I can think of, at least two. Oh, currently? Yeah, currently in the NBA. Doc Rivers? Nope, he's won an NBA title. That's right, Orlando. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. It's the other way around. Okay. Yeah. They have not won Coach of the Year yet. 
Pretty sure Doc got it back when he was with the Clippers. No, he got it with Orlando. Okay, yeah, okay. You're right. Uh, that's a that's a tough one. I'll give you a hint. Tyloo's Ty one. I can't think of the second one at the top of my head. They both had the same player win a championship for them. Oh, it's Kawhi Leonard, right? Nope. No? Oh. Mm. Has Nick Nurse won Coach of the Year yet? He has, right? Uh, yeah, yes. He he, yeah. I think he won. You're thinking of the wrong superstar, guys. Uh, Not LeBron. Yes, LeBron. It is LeBron? Oh. Uh, not the guy that... Eric Sprolstras. Spo. Spo has oh, never wow. won a Coach of the Year. Oh, see, well, I just... Okay. See, yeah, that's kind of wild. So yeah, it's funny, Lucas... Won- it's I mean, Lucas. I think there's a pretty strong case that Spoh's the best coach in the NBA. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I think he should win. He you know, should honestly, have one. he should have He'll one. Get one. Same thing He'll with... get one eventually. Come on, now. I mean, Miami's think... been near the top of the league for a while. It's kind of he's been, yeah. I was about to say he's been uh, like considered an elite coach since LeBron days. Talk about climbing the ladder. That guy started in the videotape room. Yeah. Uh, real quick, my my coach of the year, and I never thought I would say this. I think Ty Lue's going to get it. I think they're going to win the most games out west. Ty Lue's a solid choice. I don't mind yeah. it. I like yeah. it. I, yeah. I, I I, they Ty have a deep roster. I think Ty Lue is talented, even though I'm biased because the step over with Iverson that remains etched in my brain. But I think mm-hmm. he'll win coach of the year. Yeah, I think I think he has a really strong case for it, for sure. I mean, he had a strong case last year when he took that that Clippers team that had no business being in the play-in in the play-in. So, yeah, no, Ty Lue's a really good head coach. Yeah, Ty's a good pick. I think Spo would be an equally good pick. I, I mean, like Chris Finch from Minnesota is a good dark horse. There are a lot of interesting candidates. Um, yeah. Let's talk about sixth man of the year now, Lucas. Who's your pick? This is a tough one. Um, not going to lie. I, I'm going to go with Norman Powell, though. Like Norman Powell, he's he's projected to come off the bench. One starting, he's at, you know what he could average twenty points, you know eighteen twenty points off the bench, or as a starter, does not matter. He's a walking bucket, and he's clearly coming off the bench for the Clippers. They're the deepest team. If he averages close to that, and their record reflects it, I think he's going to get Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah, I I think Norm is a good pick. I think Malcolm Brogdon would be another really solid choice. I think. Just Malcolm might start with the Robert Williams injury in a vacuum. Well, it's been Derek White so far, so I assume Brogdon's going to come off the bench. And if he does, I think in a vacuum, a healthy Malcolm Brogdon is probably the best overall bench player in the NBA. But I, I, my pick here is just Jordan Poole because that's the kind of guy who we give the award to every year. I, I mean, like going back to James Harden, like every year it's some high scoring, flashy guard in the Jordan Poole mold. I mean, Norman Powell fits that, too. That's the thing. Like, all these players fit that mold of flashy guard. I I don't think Powell is quite the same as as Poole. Um, Yeah. What about Kevin Love? Do you not have him in the top five, Chris? That was your selection at the end of last year. I would absolutely have him in the top five, but I, I didn't predict Kevin Love to win. Like, we gave it to Tyler Hero. And Poole is not that far removed. From, I, I think Poole is kind of like a better version of Tyler Hero. So, Agreed. Yeah, I, I think Poole is the running favorite in my book. Not that Powell can't win or that Powell isn't as good or better. I, I think Powell's a great player. But 
the Clippers are not that the Warriors aren't, but the Clippers are super deep, and there's just a lot of there's going to be a lot of fighting for prominence on that roster. And I and Pool, you know, he's already in headlines for certain reasons, and I, I he just got the big extension. Like I, I think the Warriors are going to continue to ramp up his mm-hmm. minutes and his prominence in the offense. So I, I'm expecting a big season from him. I agree yeah, with Chris. I agree with uh, Chris with what he was saying. And but there's one player that starting the season, surprisingly off the bench, is Christian Wood in Dallas. Ooh, that's it, a dark horse. That's a nice if, dark horse. If yeah, for like whatever that. reason Jason Kidd wants him to keep coming off the bench, I think Christian Wood could win six man of the yeah. year. So also, they, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also, Spencer Dillon's gonna come off the bench too. So Dallas has yeah. two candidates. Yeah. Why aren't they start? Okay, you, you know, no, I get yeah, that. That's, Jason that's... Kidd, great coach in y'all's opinion. Um, so <laughs> okay, shots fired. Um, shots fired. I right. will say, hang on, hang on. I do want to say one thing. I don't think Tyler Hero is going to repeat because I think he's starting this year. Yeah, no, that's. I think that's why we aren't mentioning him. Uh, he's yeah. going to start. Um, all right, let's talk about most improved player now. I have a feeling we might all three agree on who will win this award. Uh, Lucas, it's Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, I agree. He's my pick. Uriah, I don't know because ooh, ooh okay, who no, you got I, instead? No, because look at what he did last year. He doubled his production and his percentage of shooting really catapulted. So to expect him to take like double his scoring, or even if he goes to twenty points a game from. I guess 16. I don't know if that constitutes like, I guess a, a major improvement, but like and... say he becomes an all-star level. Like I think we, he's going to average more than 20. I think we all think that. I think he's probably going to average somewhere between 22 and 23. Right. If he becomes From... an all-star, I'll give it to him, but I, we we have to wait and see. We don't yeah. know for sure. It, like here's the thing with all the awards. I Maxi is my pick. I don't think he's a runaway favorite. There are other plenty of other good candidates. Like, oh yeah, Anthony, absolutely. And the Edwards is just as strong a candidate to like have a giant yeah. year and win. You know, Halliburton, another guy from the same draft class, could totally yeah. win. So just from that draft class alone, the third-year guys who are making third-year leaps, there are a lot of good candidates. We've been mentioning OG Ananobi as a most improved candidate forever. If he can stay healthy, he's a guy to watch. There's Scotty Barnes, yeah. I got one for you. I got one for you. Okay. New York Knicks, he was in the shadow of Luka the past couple seasons. Jalen Brunson. Villain over product. This guy could be. Could, could be. This guy I... could could average 23, 24 points a game and not double digit assists, but at least seven or eight. I think RJ Barrett would be the better breakout candidate from New York. Either one, either one, in my opinion. I think both have a solid case to for it happening. I would probably put my money more on Brunson than RJ, though, Chris. Um, Winning most improved? Like, yeah, he has the ball great. in his hand more. He has the ball in That's his hand true. more. That's true. Absolutely, but is he going to be a better player, or is he just going to take more shots? But he also has a better storyline, and you know how the media loves storylines. Then RJ, like the original number three pick in New York? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, he does, because the whole entire drama behind him coming to New York, the voters like that stuff. He signed with New York. Oh, come on, Chris. We all know that there was tampering. We all know that there was every pick. PJ Tucker's not going to win most improved. Like, there's, but like, 
There's tampering with every signing. That wasn't drama. That's just how free agency works. But they made it into a much bigger thing than it needed. I mean, my, That's for, you're right. You get my point. I, I, I think totally Justin's get your be point. Great. I don't think okay. he's going to improve to the extent that would be required. To His win numbers that. are going to jump. They're definitely going to jump. Yeah, already in pre, and I know it's preseason. I think he was averaging 17 points a game on 56 percent shooting. Yeah, that's not the dude can ball. Uh, by the way, guys, I, I want to backtrack one second here because I just had a thought. What if Russell Westbrook comes off the bench? Could he be in the oh, running for six man? No, it's a, it's a good. <laughs> I, I think Brunson, it's possible. Damn. I think I think Brunson it's possible. Averaged but... 16 points a game last year. It wasn't like he was. But if he goes and averages 22 but and he, eight. But, Chris, he only played 18 minutes a game in the preseason. Brunson you give him 34 been... minutes a night, he's hitting 20 points easily. Oh, he's not get, he's getting more than 34. Remember, this is Tom Thibodeau that we're talking about. Yeah. He, he's getting at least he's 38. Gonna score a, he's going to get, like, yeah. 21, 22 points a game. Watch. Yeah. Brunson is going from being the number two guy on a conference finals team to the number two guy on a play-in team. It's No, I think I he's better think than it's... Julius Randle. I think he's better yeah, than Randle. I don't know if he's better. Better than RJ. Randall's number three. So I don't know if RJ's surpassed Randall yet. See, this is unfair because I've right. I watched all the years that Brunson played at Villanova, and from his freshman year when he won a championship, the dude can play. I'm and he just he, he couldn't play. have he didn't have the he didn't have the ball in his hands because Luca had it. So when he gets to New York and he's running the show, well, all his numbers are gonna go up. All of them. Yeah. In but in the meantime, we're Sixers homers, or we're going to say Tyrese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right, All right next you one. the player of the year, Lucas. <sighs> I hate myself for saying this. Don't do it. I'm doing Don't it. Don't do it. Oh, There's a right. really good case for it. Rudy uh, Gobert. Oh, yep. God. Number four. You're coming. horrible. <laughs> no, there's there. Let me explain myself, Uriah. Let me explain. Look. <laughs> Do if he can come in, bring one of the worst defensive teams in Minnesota to a top ten defense, make it work with Cat. Uh, he's not only the he's not the second best player anymore. He's like the third or fourth best player now in Minnesota. <laughs> All right, come on, that's not true. And uh, Chris, he's the best player in Minnesota. Chris, I gave I, I I gave you this. Don't push it. Don't push it. The third anyway. or fourth? Fourth? Yes. Fourth? Yes. Like, yes. Like, is better? Is that your Could opinion? be. Could be. Better than Gobert. Could be. I'd take Anthony Edwards over Lucas, Gobert. you are out of your mind. If, like, Cat and Ant, there's at least some pathway to an argument there. Chris, are you going to – I can change my mind about Especially this and Kat. not say – Velo is nowhere near – Rudy's yeah, I agree with different that. Stratosphere. Okay. I agree fine, with that. Fine, fine, You're fine, reaching fine. with D'Lo. Okay, Russell okay, fine. Russell cannot fine. go to traffic cone, and frankly, he's not that special on offense either. Like, okay. is nowhere okay. near Rudy. Okay, okay. My point being, my Jesus. point being, is that if he can come in there and make the Minnesota Timberwolves a top five regular season team, and change their de- transform their defense into a top ten, top five defensive team, like it's going to be hard not to give it to him. Because, like, then we know it's not just the system in Utah that was making him great. It's him. Who thought, really who thought the system was what was making his You can't great see it, but, my, but, but you can't see my hand, but it is raised right now. No, like, who in Utah thought it was the system making – Utah put 
terrible defenders around Rudy. Rudy was holding up that system like by a thread in Utah. It was never the system. Come on. Rudy's going to win his fourth Divas and Player of the Year trophy. That's my prediction, too. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, let me give mine. Right. Mine is okay. definitely not Rudy Gobert. And ben Simmons. It, it might seem far-reaching, and I know Chris thinks he won't get minutes, <laughs> but I'm going to stay on brand. Oh and my. I think oh, no. I predict. I, I I I mean this when I say it. I'm not saying it for for shock oh, value. Burn the tape oh. of this podcast. No, <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, you, is he great. is going to surprise everyone. He might look if he gets 25 minutes, he'll get the defensive numbers <laughs> that I believe he can get, which is averaging more than two more than two and a half steals per game, which he can oh, do in buddy. a sleep. And he can average one and a half to two blocks a game. Oh, buddy! I I'm gonna right. go because he 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 was all defensive hey. team, right? So why yeah. can't he be all defensive player? I can't wait for Matisse to win G League Defensive Player of the Year. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Good on Look, you. Look, you just better hope he gets more minutes, or B Ball Paul gets more minutes than him, because you're gonna be getting a a T-shirt with yeah. who, who's the T-shirt, Lucas? Raul Neto. How, no, 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 no. Yeah. You think no Trey Burke? <laughs> Trey Burke, yeah. I should instead of being a Trey Burke, I should get Jaleel Okafor instead. Ooh, that would be that better. Melting my brain. All right. Yeah, you were going to change it from Trey Burke to oh Jaleel Okafor. God. All right. You guys did it to me. It's only fair I can do it back. Uh, no, that's fine. I'm more worried about picking Matisse to win Defensive Player of the Year. All right. Um, that is wild, Uriah. I appreciate your commitment to the bit. Um, there is no bit. There is no bit. I uh-huh. believe in Thibault. I think the kid is special, I, but you know, we'll see. Y- yeah, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> Lucas, who's gonna win MVP? Um, I think the, the voters finally get the rocks out of their head and vote Joel. Yeah, I I think Joel's my my pick too. Yeah, I can't pick Joel. If he hasn't what? gotten it by now, no, I want him to, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Just because with like what, what Maxi is going to do this year, and Harden's going to come back healthier, I think Joel's number is going to dip slightly. And but okay, okay, I, I counter argument, counter argument. There was a few years that James Harden had better seasons in Houston, but it took him about two or three tries before he finally won MVP in 2018. But he had two seasons prior to that, he had better stats yeah i think philly being a better team will help john like i i look i don't think if he's if he hasn't gotten it by now i think it's it's his biggest his biggest threat is luca like i'm not gonna sugarcoat it i say luca Luca. i say luca but uh but my pick is john morant i think john morant is going to take another step in, in, in the winning direction and he'll have the numbers the dude is electric, and he's. Don Moran I think they're going to average a double double to get it, and he can. Over... He has. He has. He can, but he hasn't done it yet. And this I'm this just... will be his year. I think Embiid will be like second or third, and I think John Moran will be MVP. Yeah. Well, well I I hope you're wrong. I uh, hope you're. Wrong. Yeah, I think Embiid wins it just because. If anything, voters realize, voter yeah, fatigue, voter fatigue with the Jokic, I think is going to be a real thing. Like, I I don't think we can overstayed the fact that like Jokic has had historically great seasons in a row like all-time offensive numbers two years in a row so 
even if he does it again, I just don't think they're going to make him the first three-time MVP. The only way they do it is if he does. The the only way they do it is if he averages over thirty points per game. That's the only way. Well, talk about voter fatigue, Chris. Look at Defensive Player of the Year. You think Gobert's going to get it four years? You don't give voter fatigue in Defensive Player of the Year. You don't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Look at how many did Dikembe have? How many did Ben Wallace have? They had multiple. Dwight had three in a row. He would have had four, but they decided because he asked for a trade, they gave it to Tyson Chandler that year. Yeah. Who was third team all defense, by the way. Yeah. And Dwight was first. All right. Tell me how that makes sense. It's a good point. Um anyway. The, yeah, look, I think the voters are just gonna reward Joel for continual greatness. Even if it even if his season this year isn't as great as it was last year, if he's averaging like twenty eight and twelve or 27 and 12 on good efficiency, they're probably going to give it to them. Yeah, look, it's like like to make a movie restaurant, uh, movie reference that maybe no one gets. But like Martin Scorsese won Best Director for The Departed. That wasn't his best movie. It's not better than Goodfellas. But it was like it was time to reward Martin Scorsese for a career of great filmmaking. It's the same deal with Joel. It, it's just time to give him one. So that's I, that's why Joel's my pick. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure the 07 season when Kobe, well, no, it wasn't 07. It was 08 season when Kobe got MVP was not his best season. We know that, but he got it because it was well deserved. Yeah. I might argue that departed um, discussion off off the air, Chris. Okay, I, I, I like the departed, but like Martin has better movies. Like Taxi Driver is better than the departed. And that was the same. I disagree. So, I completely disagree. So I'm going to seem really bad in my movie knowledge, but I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> oh, man. How oh, have man. you seen Last Impatient but not Taxi Driver? What are you doing? How have you not seen Goodfellas? Where, what rock yeah. are you living I might, in? I might have seen Goodfellas, but it's been yeah. so long. You got to see Departed, though. I love Le- the Leo's in, yeah. Look, Departed is an awesome movie. I will watch it any day of the week. The storyline and the acting were superb in that. It, there's a lot of like, ooh, I didn't see that coming. Goodfellas was just like narrative with best, Ray Liotta. Is it the best directorial work of Martin Scorsese? Probably not. Okay, you know? we're getting a little off topic Anyways. here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eastern Conference champion, Lucas, who's winning the conference? I'm going to stay on brand here and say the Sixers. Look, the six, you could look, the worst matchup for the Sixers in the playoffs <laughs> is the Nets. Because off defensively, the Sixers are going to struggle against them against them in transition, right? But offensively, the six the Nets have no answer for the Sixers either. So that's kind of we'll see what happens there. Yeah, you see, the I six, think I think I'm on not, paper. I, yeah. Go ahead. No, no go I, ahead. I think Philly's case on paper is pretty strong. I just they like can they disappoint us every year i i don't know if i can like sit here and say that i i need to be surprised i need to be pleasantly surprised i can't do it i gotta chris okay so here here here's here's what i'll say i said this on the clubhouse with uriah the other day yesterday actually um the sixers we were talking about if doc rivers hot seat type of thing right and i was like sixers could very well lose in the second round and Doc could keep his job depending on how they lose in the second round. Um, if it's not Doc's fault, he could very well keep his job. Mm-hmm. But like um, that being said, the Sixers losing in the second round is totally an, a, a possibility. Like I'm not ignoring I agree. that. Again, 
of all the not... players in the NBA, how many guys on Joel's caliber just haven't gotten past the second round yet? Like that's a yeah, it's, it's to have. yeah. Look, because you got you got Jokic, Austin, Luca, Tatum, all those guys have been past the second round. So Joel is lagging behind in that respect. So let me be the historian in the room There's right a burden now. Of there. The historian in the room is going to reveal to you that Michael Jordan was the same exact age as Joel Embiid and played the same number of years in the NBA as Joel Embiid before he got to the NBA Finals. So he's he's on par. He's due. This roster, you know, Chris, fits so much better around Joel. That's what makes this season so much more distinguishable than in recent years. I know it's like, oh, they're going to let us down again, but this is the 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 I this is the highest I am on this team since 2001, 2002, the year after we went to the finals. And we end up getting trounced by the the Celtics in the first round, but that's neither here nor there, but I I, I, I agree. I think the Sixers will be the Eastern Conference champions. I agree with everything you said, Uriah. I'm just personally I need to set my expectations lower so that I'm not hurt in the end i i can't i just have to temper my own expectations so my so 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 who, who do you preservation. have so who do you have instead then the bucks okay solid choice that's can't logical. argue it that's logical yeah, yeah. i mean it's Giannis. you know he's Giannis. that's it but that's all i have <laughs> um okay western conference champion lucas this is tougher because before the punch i would have said the warriors <laughs> before the before the punch, before uh, the Kool Aid. No, I'm joking. Um, before, so I, but I'm not so sure about that now, especially because Draymond didn't get paid and Poole and Wiggins did. I this year is going to be awkward for them, I think. So with that in mind, you know what? I'm going to let chaos pr- prevail. I'm going to say Sixers meet the Celtics, Nuggets. Right? Oh, in the NBA final. I like it. Oh I like God. it. Lucas, what are, are you okay? What happened at this beat? Look, this okay, party, look, man. look. Part of part, drug part you, man? No, 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 no. No, part of me wanted to say the, the Clippers. Part of me did. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, I really just want to see an NBA finals where hey. Joel and Jokic <laughs> go head to head and Joel. I'll be go head to head. Head to head and Joel proves that he's the better big man. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. And here's the thing like, Look, and the Nuggets have the weapons to get there. They got a three and D guy in KCP and Aaron Gordon. They got two really good defenders. Jamal Michael Porter Jr. Jamal Murray's coming back. Porter's coming back. If they come back to full, <laughs> you know, health, that's a scary team. And Bones Highland, like you said, Uriah, could be a sneaky pick for six man of the year. Yeah. Hey, look, Chris. Chris left the room, man. Look, look at what you did. <laughs> I made got, he got so excited. He got so excited <laughs> about Jokic in the finals. I'm all just right. hey, look. In all seriousness, though, I think look, it probably will be the Clippers, but I would like to see the Nuggets. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'll give my take. So you surprised me because I thought you were going to stay on brand. You've been hyping up the Clippers the past couple weeks. Like I said, I I would prefer the Clippers, but I mean I would like to, I think the Clippers will do it, but I I would like to see the Nuggets so Joel can beat up Jokic in the finals. All right, I I think it's gonna <laughs> here. Chris is back. Hey, Chris. So, so okay. I think that the Clippers are the lock-in team out west. They have so much depth. John Wall is gonna fit like a glove. They're going. He's coming to be... off the bench, by the way. 
Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I, I just think having a healthy Kawhi, healthy Paul yeah. George, hey. that spells danger for wing defenders across the league. And they, they have a deep team. They have a good coach. So I see them coming out as number one in the West. So you got Sixers and Clippers. Then. Clippers Clippers make a lot of sense. I, I would like to point out that I said John Wall would come off the bench and Lucas didn't believe me. Um, okay, okay, okay. We're all good. right. So... And Chris, while you were gone, I did I did clarify that I think the Clippers probably will, but I would like to see the Nuggets versus the Sixers. Uh, weak. All right, coward. My pick is the Nuggets. <laughs> Currently, the Nuggets are going to win the West. I'm just going to say it. I haven't Why? thought about it really that much until right now, but they have the best player in the Western Conference, and for that reason, just like I am picking the Bucks, who have the best player in the East. I'm picking the healthy Denver Nuggets to win the Western Conference. Nuggets have zero rim protection. Not going to happen. Zero That's rim protection. Not, not, gonna not even true. Like, Jokic is a perfectly good defender. All right. What? NBA champion, <laughs> Lucas. Okay. He, he just genuinely is a good defender. All right. Champion, Lucas, who's winning it all? Sixers. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. I think if they meet the Nuggets in the NBA Finals, I think Joel has his way against Jokic, and I think the Sixers' supporting cast is better. <laughs> All right, what if they meet the Clippers, coward? Um, Ooh, uh, that's a tough one there. Uh, they don't really have anybody to guard Joel out, outside of Zubat, and Zubat has not done a good job. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't have – I mean, look. Who's guarding Paul George? Yeah. You're going to have to deal with either Paul George or Kawhi in the finals. I'd rather put Tucker on Kawhi and take my chances against Paul George. Um, so, yeah, that's that's probably what I would do. Mm-hmm. And just hope that Maxi has, like, the series of his career because, yeah, that's a good – like, Paul George is not going to be able to check Maxi or Harden. Probably not Maxi. Mm-hmm. He'd probably be checking Harden, and I don't know if he can do that. Who knows? And by the way, we don't even know what Kawhi Leonard looks like. Like he hasn't played, he hasn't been healthy since the ankle twist against the Warriors in seventeen. That's true. That's true. Like, Has Joel ever been healthy past the first round in the NBA playoffs? <laughs> Chris, do you really want to fight on the podcast I'm sorry, here? I'm just pointing out. Are you? Are you? Are you trying? That is a uh, consideration, is it not? I'm trying to think of a time that he. There is no time. It has never happened. He's been beat up in every second round series, and they've lost all of them so far. I'm just saying. Just we don't. How I'm just happen. really depressing me right now. I'm sorry, it's not even it's Tuesday. True. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just. Um. I'm okay. Just lean in, right? Uh, Are you going to say the Denver Nuggets? Uh, Denver Nuggets. So you think the Denver Nuggets are beating Giannis yeah. Antetokounmpo? Yes. <sighs> I think they have a better. <laughs> oh my God. They are a Does your eye does fans team. to do drug tests? Because I think oh, we might need sure. one. The Bucks have a lot. Giannis of will guys. average fifty on that. Yeah, they team. they have Bucks like nah. Have a lot of old guys at the <sighs> very end of their NBA career littering that rotation. The um, Nuggets are very deep and talented. They have one in West Look, in West Matthews. The rest is, of them are still like, in their late prime. Jordan is 35 gazillion years old. George Hill is 35 gazillion years old playing real minutes. 
George Hill's thing. losing his minutes to J- Javon Carter. Hey, All Lucas. Right. Well, that's a different This problem. is, so. as Stephen A. would say, this is blasphemy. I just want to give my quick take. I think the Clippers will take on the Sixers, and they'll just have too many too many wings. And, and look, Paul George is a still a top 20 player. You know, Kawhi's in so the top the, 20. You think the Sixers lose to the Clippers? I do. I do, unfortunately. Okay. Weak. <laughs> I'm just being realistic. All you cowards. All right. At least I am sticking to my convictions. All right. I am, Nuggets too. I said, I said the off. Sixers. I said the Sixers. Nikola Jokic Finals MVP. Okay. That's true. You did, Lucas. Tyrese Maxey Finals MVP. No, I'm joking. All right. Let's, let's temper it down a little bit. Um, hey, don't hey, believe the hype, man. It's real. Of course I believe the hype. Look, I want He know is the I want nothing more than for Philly to win it all. I hope, I, I pray that it happens. Um, I think Philly Denver would be a really fun series. That'd be awesome. I hope it happens. It'd be the battle. When was the last time we had two like elite big men battle it out in the NBA finals? You're right. Please, you're the historian of the NBA. I'm trying to think of the last Tim Duncan. No, Shaq and Tim never met in the finals. Um, no. It was uh, Lakers and Orlando. They had Paul Gasol and Orlando had. No, no, no. But Powell wasn't the center. He was the power forward at the time. That was Andrew Bynum. Bynum Um, was good. Well, he wasn't an all-star, but. No, Uh, I would say probably Shaq and Akeem. They were in the same conference. No, 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 no. no. Shaq, Orlando, Shaq. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. That was a long, yeah. That was ninety five. I just want to say this: every time we're like, "Oh, who do the Clippers have to guard Joel?" The same thing applies to Denver. Who guards Nikola Jokic? We have seen the Nuggets beat the Clippers in the playoffs before. We've seen it happen. So, yeah, but their wings will kind of, I guess, nullify Joel's impact. What do you mean? Their backup center is Robert Covington. Don't you believe in Robert Covington as a backup Zubac, center? Zubac has size. He just he, No, no, no. Backup. I'm talking about backup. Oh, backup? No. I'm, they don't, this, they don't have a true like, center. Oh, Zubac can't guard Joel. He can't guard Jokic either. So, that's, that's, that's things fair. to consider. Um, but they All do right. have the wings to shut down the Nuggets. The Clippers, wings, so. I think, on paper, make a lot of sense. It's just, are they healthy? I think that's the big thing with LA. Yeah, that's yeah. that's fair. But they are both LA teams, teams, which is part of the appeal there. Um, yeah. All right. So Uriah has the Clippers winning it all. Lucas has the Sixers, and I, the bastion of truth on this podcast, have the Denver Nuggets winning it all. Um, I, I think that's a pretty interesting mix of teams. I, I'm pleased with that. Uh, that was a good conversation, guys. I don't know. I don't feel any better after that conversation. I feel um, depressed. I I feel great about everything. So. I bet if you it turns do. out if it turns out the way Lucas said, I'll love it. Jokic gets put in his place by Joel in the finals, and he wins a real MVP award. Finals MVP. I mm-hmm. love it. Go Russell. Finals MVP. May he rest in yeah. peace. Um, so on that and, note, yeah. Um, thanks everyone if, for tuning in to another episode of the Six or Sense podcast. If you can, please like, subscribe, and follow along. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Audible. You can also listen to us at our website, thesixersense.com, and you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Six or Sense. 
All right, I'm going to go watch House of the Dragon and get even more depressed. I, I like, I love the Sixers. I hope they win it all. Go Eagles! I are they winning right now? We are recording during the game. I I hope the Eagles are winning. I know the Phillies are gonna win the uh the World Series. That's exciting. So a lot of good stuff happening in the world of Philly sports right now. We'll be here to cover it all. The next time we talk, guys, we will have real NBA basketball to talk about. Sixers play Tuesday against Boston, opening night, first game of the season. Very, very exciting stuff. So until then, everyone, good night. Go Sixers. Peace out. Powered by Riverside. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.